Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, well, welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. I can't contain myself. Be sure to like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your podcast. Johnny Venerable, Bo Brock. No, we are not camped outside the Cardinals facility in Tempe, but God bless the people who are Bo Brock. Sean Payton is in Arizona. He's been here all day. He's hanging out with Michael Bidwell. And things are looking promising. They are. The stars seem to be aligning. I don't want to like get people's hopes up and then just rip their heart just directly out of their chest cavity if Sean Payton doesn't happen. But look, the stars are aligning. The teams are falling out of the picture as far as the coaching carousel. We had Frank Reich hired today who interviewed with the Arizona Cardinals last week. He was actually Monty Austin Ford's like first head coaching interview is as he started his tenure as Arizona Cardinals GM. And then Dan Quinn, who we've talked about uh, pretty heavily the last two days, he informed the Dallas Cowboys, or at least the Dallas Cowboys, according to Tom Pelissaro, is informing everybody that Dan Quinn is not leaving the organization. He, quote, has unfinished business to do. LOL. Okay, good luck with that. Haven't been to a conference championship in three decades. Uh, have, Have fun with that, Dan Quinn. Arizona Cardinals sites are set, it seems like, Johnny Venerable, on Sean Payton, who has been at the facility for the bulk of the day, was just seen leaving with uh, Michael Bidwell. Look at this. Claiming it, put in the LaVar. <laughs> Look at the bumper of the car here. I mean, are they absolutely just like, what is going on here? What kind of spy shit is going on right now where that car bumpers in the way? Somebody's crouched down and getting this photograph. You've got Sean Payton. He's got a satchel of some sort, a suitcase. He's in business formal attire. He's got Michael Bidwell, and they look like they are on their way either to the airport or to continue this marathon of an interview. I'm going to get emotional. Things are getting emotional here. (laughs) I may get emotional. Just fair warning for everybody on this show. Do not let him get to the airport. Uh, Phoenix Mesa, Sky Harbor, whatever you you want to do, put put the kibosh on all the outgoing planes to to Los Angeles and New Orleans. (laughs) Make him stay here. I do not think that Michael is driving him to the airport. I think Michael, if, if you had to ask me, is, is driving him to his house. You feel like you get a car service to take Sean Payton to the airport. You, you get Sean Payton to come to your home where Michael Bidwell lives. This is the most encouraging piece of information that we've had in six months with this franchise. With all due respect to the hiring of Monty Austinport, the Cardinals, and we talked about it yesterday from our fabulous spot at Four Peaks in Tempe, Michael Bidwell, secret genius. He's waited everybody out. The dominoes began to fall. 
We got word today, and I think we have the tweet, the Denver Broncos basically had a meeting with Sean Payton, and he did not like their ownership group. There were too many cooks in the kitchen. Look at this. Mark Maskey. I love you, Mark. Mark was banging the drum last week. It's the Broncos. It's the Broncos. They're the front runner. They're going to get Sean Payton. Well, 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 Mark. The Panthers are no longer an option for Sean Payton. They hired Frank Wright. There's an issue with Payton's interview with the Broncos. Payton likes the idea of coaching Russell Wilson and having that defense, but, quote, fears a potential power struggle with the members of the ownership group with the Denver Broncos. Um, I don't think, Bo Brock, that's going to be a problem walking basically hand-in-hand with Michael Bidwell out of the facility today. There's your power infrastructure right there, baby. Yeah, all the stability we heard about ownership. You know, Walmart, they know how to set up some superstores. They know how to set up, you know, grocery shopping. They know how to set up buying affordable clothing for your family. But do they know the NFL? We, I mean, they are new to this game. They've got deep pockets. But as far as stability, we have zero clue. And whatever's going on, and according to Maskey, there was something that left Sean Payton unnerved and him available to fall right into the lap of Michael Bidwell. And I completely agree. I think he couldn't have played this any better. He was cool. He was confident. And he knew he trusted his game plan. Exactly what you lined out yesterday. He put his he got his GM. He checked that box off of a football guy through and through, somebody that's respected around this league, that's been in the works as a GM, an up-and-coming GM. He let Monty pick his guy as an AGM, an assistant GM, and Dave Sears, very well-respected, 20-plus years of experience. And then he he got those guys ready for this moment today where they've been meeting for the last several hours at the facility in Tempe talking football. And football people love talking to other football guys, don't they? And especially intelligent guys having deep conversations about what the future could look like for this Arizona Cardinals organization. A, a tip Marley the- in the like, go will. ahead. Yes, tip of the cap. Marley in the chat, y'all ready to watch home team? You bet your sweet ass we are. We're gonna <laughs> queue up Netflix and I'm gonna watch that shit on repeat if they get Sean Payton. And listen, this has been the most emotional roller coaster. It's it's an emotional roller coaster, right? Highs and lows throughout this coaching carousel. And I don't want to hear anybody today say Dan Quinn uh, used the Cardinals as leverage. The Cardinals let Dan Quinn leave yesterday. It was their second interview with Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn was going to go interview with that nut job, Jim Ursay, Saturday night. And that was it for Dan Quinn. And if the Cardinals wanted Dan Quinn, they would have offered Dan Quinn yesterday. They would have canceled the Sean Payton interview. Was Dan Quinn still in the mix? Maybe. But we don't know that definitively. But it's like we talked about on yesterday's show. If we would have gotten notification that the Payton interview had been canceled, then you would have been like, Sean, Sean Payton's out. Obviously, Dan Quinn's going to be their next head coach. I look at the news today. If you're hoping, obviously, like we all are, for Sean Payton to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, the Dan Quinn news is good news. I know a lot of yeah. people messaged us and said, man, this sucks. He was a contender. I, I, I just don't think they allow him to leave without making him an offer if he's their top guy and they've met with him twice already. And who knows, you know, outside of just, you know, inconsistencies, they could have met more than that. So to me, it just felt like they met with Dan. They probably like, yeah, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. We're going to go through our process. We want to talk to Sean first. And they're talking to Sean. And Dan's probably like, I don't want the Colts job. I I don't know if I'm going to get the Cardinal job. They haven't offered me anything. Maybe I don't have a good feeling. Maybe my agent told me, let's go back and talk to Dallas. But I, again, 
you see that domino fall because right. I know people in the chat were like, oh, suck it, Johnny. Dan Quinn didn't get the job. I was out rooting for Dan Quinn yesterday, <laughs> trying to spin it positively for a lot of the people. All right, you yourself didn't want, <laughs> Bo didn't want Dan Quinn. He got his wish. Right. I think we yep. both would be content with Brian Flores. We like Brian Flores. I but dropped I down to my knees. I prayed to the football gods. I said, please, no mediocre head coach, Dan Quinn, who was, was not a great coach after he had a mass exodus. After the 28-3 debacle in the Super Bowl loss to the Patriots, Shanahan left. All those all those coaches left with Shanahan basically to San Francisco after that. Here, Josina Anderson quit, tweeted this out today before the Quinn news that he was staying in Dallas. That yeah. she spoke with George Edwards, and he said he found out yesterday, and he was shocked. And when Dan Quinn spoke upon returning from his Cardinals interview, DQ expressed confusion now Edwards was part of the uh several coaches that were let go by the Cowboys today but yeah. the the confusion from Dan Quinn I'm wondering if it was like what the hell I just had a second interview with this team I spent several right. hours with them it flew me out we had this face-to-face meeting and they didn't offer offer me the gig as you know he's, he's one of the heavily sought after coordinators this this coaching carousel so I wonder if that shed some light on it He's confused in the sense that the Cardinals were just like, all right, well, we still got some work to do here. We'll be in contact. I can't, I can't even stop smiling because I don't, I don't give two shits. You look like Michael Bidwell when I asked him if he he was going to talk to Sean Payton a couple weeks ago after they fired Cliff Kingsbury. I cannot imagine getting, getting in that car. Like again, they're sharing a car together. They've been together all day. He it's the last line of defense before him going back to Fox he is not getting any of these other jobs. There are no other jobs. We've avoided the land field, the landmines. There's no LA job available. The Cowboys job didn't open up, right? Things blew up in their face in Denver. Houston had a horrific Zoom session. Carolina's hired a coach <laughs> after meeting with him for a couple hours. He, The last spot is here in Arizona, and he's been here all day, and he's still with Michael Bidwell. It just, to me, it's just, I, it has to be their guy. Like I, with all due respect to Brian Flores, and again, this could, Sean could do soul searching and opt to go back to TV, but man, it's, it's just, it's always been the Cardinals. It's always been the NFC, the conference he dominated. It's always been Kyler Murray with his comparisons to Drew Brees size and, and stature and that kind of thing. Undersized. It's always been this offense. It's always been playing it for a franchise and coaching a franchise that's never won a Super Bowl right, and elevating a franchise. This is the team, along with the Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers, that he's been synced to and had interest in since October, those initial reports in October. So why we went through this entire process, are people surprised now that Michael Bidwell and Sean Payton are, are wheeling and dealing and dining together in, in Scottsdale and Paradise Valley tonight? This shouldn't be. This should have been what happened at the beginning. Right. But for whatever reason, and, and again, hopefully it's all telegraphed by Mr. B. Michael Bidwell opted to get his football operations correct first to get football people in front of Sean that he would respect so he wouldn't have to look at Sean as the end-all, be-all savior. Yes, Sean, come in here, do your thing, have immense input. But I got guys who can take some weight off of you. And I got guys from, from cultures that have most recently Detroit, Dave Sears, had success drafting, and then Monty Austin Ford, part of the New England Tennessee runs of success. That's that's a huge, huge factor that nobody wants to talk about in the national media. Everybody's saying, well, you should have just let Sean come here and run everything. I think Michael Bidwell is a signed, sealed, delivered um, Sean Payton away from, I mean, just totally changing the perception of the Bidwell name. 
Yeah, all 400 people, thank you for tuning in, of course, to PHNX Cardinals. Subscribe to PHNX Sports, and of course, uh, hit that like button if you want Sean Payton to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And it's been very impressive just how how Bidwell has operated because it's been it hasn't been like this. This is why I think from an outsider's perspective, or even you know people who've been following this team, they're shocked by how this has materialized and become something that is very real at this point because of the four other vacancies basically falling out of the running as you described. Uh, but you know, if if this was still the old Cardinals that w- of old that was just as recent as three weeks ago, where Steve Kime was still employed and hadn't put in his resignation yet officially, and Cliff Kingsbury was the head coach. If this was they just fired Cliff Kingsbury and it was they're going to sit and have a meeting with Kime and Bidwell, they yeah. probably get an early meeting and they're probably out of the running. But the way that Steve Ky- or Michael Bidwell has operated this and laid it out and had a a pretty solid plan and also casting that wide net as we like to joke about right and talking to some coaches talking to some coordinators casting that wide net uh uh fishing for fish is back baby but michael bidwell might be on the precipice of catching the biggest tuna available in sean payton we're so close to just yeah. being able to keep all the receipts and grave dance over everybody that shit on the possibility of this man coming to this franchise. I, I may have to just spend 18 to 24 hours away from my family in a hotel to be on Twitter and grave dance <laughs> over the people that, that said that Sean Payton would not consider the Arizona Cardinals. No way he goes to Arizona. They weren't paying attention. They weren't. They, they had their preconceived notions. They weren't paying attention to what Peyton's tr- – and, and it's turning out to be true what his criteria was, right? Quarterback. Ownership. Not a ro- – yeah, ownership, which, which is completely done about face, right? I mean, it was – because ownership was – it was held down heavily by who he trusted in the front office and to make the decision for the Arizona Cardinals. And once he cut that dead weight, it's been completely different story as far as Arizona Cardinals' ownership – I mean, for the last couple of weeks, as far as the, the trajectory is is stable, as far as that department goes for the Cardinals. And then, you know, getting Sean Payton is in most good coaches who call themselves good coaches, or if they think they have a shred of ability, would look at Kyler Murray and say, yeah, I can work with this. I can work with a two-time Pro Bowler, offensive rookie, their Heisman Trophy yeah. winner, a guy who was drafted in two major sports. I can work with that. I think I can turn that around after having a couple bad weeks in one season of his career. So, yeah, if, if, you, if you were just looking at from the outsider's perspective, all this dysfunction, and I can't deny that. There was dysfunction yeah. just running rampant through this organization, but the about face that Michael Bidwell and the Cardinals have had, uh, I mean, it's it put them in a prime position to get the top candidate on the head coaching market. I mean, you don't think Sean Payton maybe made a call at Lincoln Riley? And give me your honest opinion of Kyler Murray, the person, the player. I saw Kyler Murray face-to-face at Oklahoma, face-to-face with the Arizona Cardinals before the injury, before this year. He was a superstar player. He's a player that can win you games single-handedly. So for people to say, and they want to have it both ways this year, Bo, it's like, that's on Cliff Kingsbury, but also Kyler Murray, you're terrible. Well, which is it? Is the offense bad because of Cliff Kingsbury and the scheme and the personnel? Or is it all Kyler Murray and the study clause nonsense? To me, that's that's people having an agenda against the Arizona Cardinals. You can't tell me that Sean Payton doesn't look at this as a blank canvas. Draft picks, a new GM, a new president or vice president, uh, assistant GM of, of college scouting, player personnel, whatever Dave Sears' title is. 
two new people in the building, right? You know, with all due respect to the prior regime, they have no influence now. And so Sean Payton can come in and work with this clean slate of this 53-man roster and gut it the way he wants to. And again, we've talked about it. You can have two, two and a half years of Kyler Murray and then decide to pivot if you're Sean Payton. There can be a contingency plan. I would imagine, though, if he were to sign on, it's in every intent to get Kyler Murray back to where he was and then some break through that glass ceiling that Cliff Kingsbury could never do with K1. I want to remind everybody, subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. We do this every single day, 4 p.m. myself. Bull Brock live at the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. We continue with this breaking news, Bo. Dan Quinn out. Frank yeah. Wright out. So do you think it's as easy as DraftKings, our friends at DraftKings, made it seem to believe that right now it's Brian Flores. You can't even get plus money on Brian Flores. <laughs> and then right behind him at plus 150, Sean Payton. Will, will one of those two men be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? Now, don't give me, give me if, correct me if I'm wrong. Sean Payton started the day about plus 1,000. 1,000, yes. Yeah, and he was plus 750 yesterday, and then it was back down to plus 750. And most recent, if you check out your DraftKings Sportsbook app, you will see on DK that he's plus 150 behind Brian Flores at at minus money. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's it's unreal what's going on with this. You know, are they, they were probably having discussions about, you know, what P- Peyton's plan would be for this organization. Like blank canvas, I completely agree with you. Uh, yeah. Working with some really knowledgeable football minds, respected guys, uh, but also it's not a it's not an empty cupboard because you have the potential of Kyler Murray coming back in October, mid October from the ACL tear. It's not out of the question that he could come back earlier. You look at the defensive side of the football; you've got some really intriguing players there. Is Brian Flores out of the question if he doesn't get this the head coaching job? Could he be a candidate potentially for a defensive coordinator? There's so many things in play here. And so many good options for the Arizona Cardinals as, as, as people kind of look around the coaching carousel and the candidates and it's dwindling, but the Arizona Cardinals are still in a prime position for the two people that they've tabbed or identified as, as, as their best bet. So just wanted to take you through Kyle Odegaard, formerly of azcardinals.com, now compare bet, has had uh, the best insight onto what's yeah. been going Friend on. of the show. So, Sean, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody's a friend of the show, but legitimately, Kyle is a friend of the show. He's on it. He joined us two weeks ago as we talked about this. Could this be a realistic option for the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah. And we laid out exactly what we kind of went through is why the, the why aren't the Cardinals being seriously considered? And and Kyle said, as it stand stood then, that he that they should be the front runners, right? And here they are again a couple of weeks later, pretty much in in pretty much the, the the spot that the driver's seat for Sean Payton. Here's his day so far. So he, he gets there early this morning, the facility yeah. in Tempe, about nine o'clock. Then mm-hmm. he said he met some of, uh, he met, spent some time with owner Michael Bidwell. The rest of the interview panel that the Arizona Cardinals have, uh, have, have made up here, chief people officer, whatever position that is. Would love that job. PPO. I'm a people person, right? Sean Mayo. He, he's the guy from, from office space. What would you say you do here? The chief I'm the director office. of people control, quality control, but also people. I control people. That's right. Senior vice president of media relations, Mark Dalton, basically heads up the Cardinals media and communications there and yep. senior vice president of marketing, Lisa Manning. So he meets all of those people, everybody that he would be working with on a day-to-day basis in this interview panel that the yeah. Cardinals have have conduct had made up here, 
had lunch with Bidwell. GM Monty Osenfort, which is so important, as Kyle points out, is because we need to know what they're going to view the, the control here, the, the power hierarchy of the Arizona Cardinals, is it going to be Sean Payton and then Monty Osenport reports to Payton or does Payton report to Oz- Monty Osenport? They could have preliminary discussions over lunch about that. So they'd had that. And then uh, we just got it. Cameron Cox, the the, the picture of Michael we Bidwell and Sean Payton cruising out. Look at that. Yeah. From behind oh the, uh, from behind the uh, Chevy Malibu bumper. There you got Sean Payton and Michael Bidwell strolling off to either go to Stake 44, the Bidwell residence, or the airport. We don't know, but you got to say, hey, this has been a very productive day, regardless if this is the end of the day or if it continues. Again, emotional looking at that is the only word that can come to mind. Uh, I want to get to some of these super chats. You guys are fantastic, all 534 of you. Picking spread saying, Payton Carter keeping hop is the dream for you two. I would say Sean Payton is the dream. And then whatever else comes after that, Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, D-Hop gone, D-Hop stays. It's, you're playing with house money if you get Sean Payton. Rich Edwards, love this comment here, but thank you, Pick and Spreads, for that $1.99 super chat. This comes from Rich. Shout out from Wales, Cardiff, Wales. Thank you so much, Rich. $8.99 super chat. How exciting is Payton's record of drafting and developing late-round guys if he's hired here? Uh, Jimmy Graham, ring a bell. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas was a second round pick. Right. Alvin, Alvin Kamara, Kamara. W- went in the third round. I think, again, first world problems if we're here sweating out where the Cardinals are going to have to give up compensation. I think that's a conver- conversation maybe for another day where we're like, oh man, I really didn't want to give up pick 35. Oh wait, this guy has a 630 winning percentage. He won a Super Bowl. Go check out his last five to six seasons in New Orleans. Ass kicker, right? You want somebody to go toe to toe with Sean McVay, who you can't beat, and Kyle Shanahan, who's in the NFC title game again, and Pete Carroll, who swept you with Geno Frankett-Smith, you got to go to bat with a Super Bowl-winning head coach. It's the only non-Super Bowl attendee head coach in the NFC West is the vacancy that the Cardinals have. And so, again, I know we want to pearl clutch over draft picks, and I'm guilty as ever. I want as many as we can, especially in the top 100. But, man, oh, man, give up what you need to. Outside of the the third Mm -hmm. overall pick, Give up what you need to, Bo. Yeah, and as far as that leverage, Saints fans are realizing that it's gone, right? Well, I mean, great. I, th- I think their tears. If, if, if the Arizona Cardinals organization was smart, they didn't have a conversation about what it's going to cost is between them and Sean Payton. I, I don't think it, it, it actually involves Payton. It's going to be a conversation that's going to go between Monty Osenfort and, and Mickey Loomis, is the, the Saints GM. And they'll figure something out. And Monty can just be like, hey, nobody else was in the in the conversation for this. Sean Payton's not coming back. He has an opportunity. He had, I'm sure, any opportunity to come back and say, hey, I want to be the Saints head coach again. And, and you'll send Dennis Allen back to his defensive coordinator position and, and at the drop of a hat. Um, and, and there's a precedent for this. It's not the John Gruden who's currently coaching and under yeah. contract with the team. He happens to be under contract. You guys want something in return? It's not going to be a first-round pick. Let's actually talk. Let's talk uh, compensation here, and let's stop talking about first-round picks because he's not coming back. Nobody else is vying for his for his services. Let's talk realistic here. Do you want a second? You want a third? Is it future picks? What's it going to be? Pick thirty-five. Goodbye. You hear? Here's yeah. a, basically a first-round pick this year. You don't have a first, New Orleans. It would be the highest pick that you have, I believe. A top thirty-five pick. 
go fuck yourself. Good luck to you, New Orleans. <laughs> Stop screwing around thinking that you're going to hold hostage your Super Bowl winning head coach. With all due respect, if Sean Payton comes to the Saints and is like, hey, I'd like to coach with the Cardinals next year, they're offering up pick 35, you take that and you say, thank you, sir, and you walk away. You, you don't try to put, string out this game. And I think a lot of people affiliated with the Saints, I'm going to name names, but on the Twitter streets are, are finding out real quick the longer you wait, the more your value diminishes if you're New Orleans trying to ship this guy out of town. His value has never been higher. Look at these guys who leave the coaching ranks and want to come back in. It's not, it doesn't work out so well. John Groom was away from the game too long and he couldn't catch up. Bo, you've used the example. The Joe Gibbs experiment, once upon a time in Washington, that didn't end well. If Sean wants to coach, New Orleans does not need to hamper this with a gr- like, what are they going to say? No, Sean, you can't coach next year. That he doesn't right. all this BS about there's a mystery team. There's no mystery team. The five <laughs> openings are the five openings, now four. And Sean Payton is not going to Carolina and he's not going to Denver and he's not going to Houston. So the options are Cardinals, please and thank you. That's right. it. That's no, it, New Orleans. You want to pick has or not? to save face. They have to save face. And they they did themselves a disservice by telling people who report on the Saints that they're what their asking price was. And then letting Sean Payton go on Cow and Colin Coward and say it's a mid to late first. That was a big misstep because you you saw people kind of cringe. They're like, ooh, yeah, that's, that's expensive. That, that's a bit too and $25 much. $25 million in full personnel control. Right. It's just like, how about have a conversation first before you do the dog and pony show? When, how embarrassing is it for the Saints if he goes out there and they spew all this stuff through third parties and media mouthpieces and it doesn't work out because of what they did? Now, at the end of the day, it's inevitably what Sean wants to do. If he wants to coach again, mm-hmm. he's going to coach again. I believe that. That's the argument we've been having since early December. But like, hey, New Orleans, move on. It's over. You, you picked Dennis Allen. He's your head coach. You retained him. You didn't fire him, right? Sean's not coming back to New Orleans. So go and get compensation. Pick 35 is is about as good as you can hope for, I think, if you're New Orleans, because we talked about it, but on yesterday's show, teams look at future picks and they're devalued around. So would you rather have pick 35 this year or a one next year, which equates to a two? I think you'd rather have pick 35. Yeah, and I see all these Saints fans in the chat. With, with the, I mean, are you really prepared for your organization to basically hold hostage the coach that brought your organization to new heights, heights unreached after it used to be the, the ain'ts. You used to wear bags on your heads, for God's sakes, before Drew Brees and Sean Payton and Steve Gleason rolled in and, and post-Katrina and brought that team all this success for 16 seasons. Show some you're, class. New you're going to hold him hostage to get the highest draft pick? You know how, that, you know how bad that's going to look? And the Arizona Cardinals and the New Orleans Saints, if, if the Cardinals are serious on, on hiring Sean Payton and willing to pay what he's going to command salary-wise, if the Saints are there and they're going to be stubborn on what their asking price is, it's going to be a bad look for that, that organization. It's just going to be bad. And I'm not coming from uh, somebody who covers the Cardinals on a daily basis. I'm just talking as an NFL consumer, somebody who watches the game each and every week. If they're going to play hardball because they want the highest draft pick for Sean Payton, I understand that. But to an extent, you have to kind of release. You have to give. You have to give up on Peyton because if he wanted to come back, he could have come back, and that's just not happening. Uh, we're gonna get to some more of your comments here, but first, I want to tell everybody about our friends at Underdog Fantasy. I wish you could pick 
the hire of Sean Payton and draft picks that it's going to take to get Sean Payton, but you can do damn near everything else on Underdog Fantasy. Can't wait. If Underdog Fantasy was Sean Payton next year in the fall, boat, can you imagine the hire in catches for somebody like Trey McBride? Hell yeah. I'm pivoting off of year-long fantasy. I'm doing Underdog Fantasy Daily fantasy differently. Draft your team against five of your friends. We've got the conference championship games this weekend. The highest scoring squad for that night wins the cold hard cash. Draft six NBA players. Suns are hot. They're playing tonight. Dallas Mavericks. Cam Johnson. Check it out. No positional limits. That is it. It's so easy to get started, boy. All you got to do, go to underdogfantasy.com. Download the app. Sign up with promo code. You guessed it. It's PHNX. Get this. Underdog is going to match your first deposit up to $100. Again, download the app, slam that promo code PHNX, anything up to $100, you're getting matched with that first deposit. Free monies to go and dabble with on Underdog Fantasy, Bo. Get in on the action today. When I heard that uh, Sean Payton was going to eat lunch with Monty Ossonfort and Michael Bidwell, I was thinking, where where, the, where should they go? Four, Four Peaks is just right down the street from the facility there in Love Tempe. It. Be the perfect place, right? Go sit down there at their H Street Brewery, get themselves a kilt lifter. Hey, this is their vla- their flagship beer. This is what got it all started, but they've got so many other different options. If you're an IPA guy, you want to go Sun Brew, you can go with the Pumpkin Porter still, I believe. They've got the peach ale. If you want maybe something a little bit more fruity, it's up to you. And Four Peaks has something for everybody. And then they got into the menu. You start with the appetizers. You got the chicken rolls. Can't go wrong there. You can go with the garlic cheese beer bread. And then the entrees, Johnny. That's what's going to seal the deal as far as Sean Payton coming to Arizona. Because he wants to get that Four Peaks food. You got the the beef beer bread. You've got the – you get any of their burgers. Peaks, you can go, you can watch a game. The atmosphere is unmatched. You got the great beer and you've got the great food. Got to be 21 years or older. You can find, of course, Four Peaks pretty much anywhere in the valley, any convenience store, any grocery store. You can go buy a beer there, but why not go do it at their OG location? Four Peaks Breweries. You love to see Sean Payton in the desert. Emma, can we see that picture one more time? Mm-hmm. This is from our guy Cam Cox at Channel. <laughs> Is it tra- Channel 12, Bo Brock, Cam Cox with the... Uh, yeah, it's 12 News. Uh, yeah, 12 News. Cam does a great job there. But why weren't you camped outside the facility today with your phone trying to get this shot, right? We had people DMing us saying, what are you guys doing? Why aren't you guys you know, on the lookout? And I'm like, well, I don't think that that's really going to happen today. And boy, oh boy, were we wrong. People are literally camping outside to get this shot. So we want to give credit where credit's due. Cam Cox getting this photo and again, I, I know that, you know, we're excited about the development. We feel like why on earth would they go through this process? And that was our comment yesterday when all the national media was like, there's just not a place for Sean Payton. Literally before the fucking interview happened in Arizona, like a, a full day interview in Arizona, <laughs> when you're trying to convince each other that it was a fit and you got, with all due respect, Jeremy Fowler and Dan Graziano, who all, all this time were like, yeah, it's Vance Joseph, it's co-GMs, it's blah, blah, blah saying there's no place for Sean Payton. What? He's got an interview. That I mean, if if that's not disrespect, I don't know what it is. I don't and again, we we play this us against the world mentality here with the Valley Sports because we know what it's like to have our heart broken, we know what it's like to have expectations and then not be fulfilled. But like again, Sean Payton has history with this franchise. He was a ball boy dating back to his time 
in the state of Illinois, helping out with the St. Louis Cardinals, which used to have their training camp in Illinois. He went to Eastern Illinois. He knows the Bidwell family. And again, I'm going to wind the clocks back just like I did yesterday. December 31st, New Year's Eve, Fiesta Bowl in Arizona. Sean Payton was there to watch TCU football. You're telling me he didn't connect with Michael Bidwell that day? Of course he did. <laughs> Off the record. And he said, go talk to everybody. Vet it. We're going to get our ducks in a row here. And look, push comes to shove. Everybody else imploded, retained, hired new people. And there's Michael Bidwell with a big, fat vacancy for a head coach. You're telling me this guy's going to walk away from $25 million a year to be the head coach and CEO of this football team. I just, that, that to me, I, I, I love him on Fox. What do you think Fox is paying him? About what, 5 million bucks to do a couple spots here and there, $2 million. I don't know. And he's got some money coming from new Orleans. Once upon a time, $25 million to come coach an NFL franchise in the quarterback starved NFC where Daniel Jones just won a playoff game. If this guy is taking all these tours, Denver, right. Houston, Carolina, he didn't meet with Indy. He wants to coach again. Right. And it's, and I believe it's going to be here in Arizona. As far as, you know, the sun setting, I mean, the NFC is it's set on that conference. I mean, as far as the quarterback position, I and mean, we could see Aaron Rodgers go to the jets. His, his old OC is now the OC Nathaniel Hackett of the jets. He, he once again, took a job in anticipation of getting Aaron Rodgers. We'll see if he goes over two but he could make his way to the AFC. Everybody who's looking at Tom Brady, who's, uh, you know, is, is Tom Brady played his last down of football or in the NFC? That's potential, potentially true as well. Could he go to the Las Vegas Raiders? All those teams that are going to be vying for some top quarterbacks, it's going to continue to go to the AFC. So where can you really make your mark? Where can you make a move? And where can you put yourself in the position to contend for Super Bowls? Yeah, it's going to be in the NFC. You're not going to cannibalize yourself throughout the regular season uh, in that conference, uh, Brad Gass of Fox 10, great behind the scenes uh, cameraman, has video of that. It's not behind a 1992 Toyota Tercel bumper. It's clear footage of Sean Payton and Michael Bidwell walking out and looking like they've, uh, they're have they enjoying each other's company oh, and making God, their so. way to a maroon, uh, looks like Tesla or some sort of uh, luxury electric car. Like, this is me. This is me. You want to continue talking? You want to talk more about uh, how much money I'm going to pay you to coach my football team potentially? Yeah, Dennis Gardeck, we'll get his ass out of here. We don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Rodney Hudson, we'll take care of his contract. Don't don't you worry, Sean. You get your own people in here. You want you now, want who, to taste Who's trying to woo who here? I mean, who's Well, who's Benjamin that? Albright yesterday said the Cardinals needed to be wooed by Sean Payton. You can't tell me for one iota that Michael Bidwell does, doesn't want Sean Payton. I think Michael Bidwell, this is from the day you asked him both at the press conference. For those of you who don't know, my counterpart, my co-host to my right asked Michael Bidwell, are you going to meet with Sean Payton? And there was a big old shit-eating grin on Michael Bidwell's <laughs> face. He said, oh, we didn't talk to everybody. That's Michael Bidwell's number one target. So I, I don't believe for a second that the Cardinals are, you know, have to be courted by Sean Payton. It's, it's vice versa, right? Cardinals want to enter the big leagues here in the NFC West. And so... I think you got to make sure Sean wants to coach. And yeah. a lot of people have brought up the idea. You don't want to get, you know, Bruce Arian early in the process of him retiring. And yeah. Sean's, he's 59 years old. So can you get 10 years of Sean Payton and try to win a championship? That has to be the goal. 
I have to get assurance that I'm going to give up draft picks. And most importantly, probably Michael Bidwell, significant, significant funds. They were paying Cliff Kingsbury, for those of you who don't know, the bare minimum in the NFC West, about $7 million. Mm -hmm. Sean Payton's going to make over three times as much of that right. based on reports. So, so you got to make sure he's all in. Yeah, But I think that's the only courting that you need. And and Sean, of course, wants to make sure the Cardinals aren't the laughing stock that they have been perceived this past 2022 season. And and hopefully over that lunch with Monty Awesomefort, he was kind of given that assurance, right? That that he's got a plan. And I, if everything that we heard from Monty Awesomefort, who I think won his press conference, which you know a lot of people do, in uh, actions are louder than words as far as going from the press conference and putting these things into motion as the general manager and, and kind of creating a new culture and identity for the Arizona Cardinals. But you have to just believe that he's got something in place where he's gone through the organization. He's done his homework as far as the Cardinals go and Austin Ford has. And then he, now he's got some, a plan in place in the direction he wants to go with it as far as scouting and as far as how he's going to attack free agency and how he's going to uh, utilize some of the players that are perceived as assets around the league. Maybe a DeAndre Hopkins, how he can create – more assets out of it to help expedite this rebuild because you also have to believe that Sean Payton doesn't want to come out of his cushy job with Fox, return to the sidelines, and go six, uh, six and eleven next season. He wants to be able to be given uh, a talented roster that can hit the ground running in his return to coaching. Uh, Han Sagan with the four ninety nine super chat. First of all, great name, Han. Uh, the longer this goes the cheaper the draft compensation for Peyton gets spot on spot on the saints have zero leverage. That's why they're trying to drum up with the national media that there's a mystery team. There's not a mystery team who's fired their coach, you know, on a whim in February, like the, everybody's had their end of the year meetings. Nobody is just ready to jump into the coaching scene. Right. And they have to be ensured that they would have Sean Payton. That's a load of hot garbage. Everybody's moved on from Sean Payton, but one team, and it's the team with the bird on the helmet that plays in the desert. So again, if they're going to get compensation, and if they're smart, they will work amicably with Michael Bidwell and Monty Ford to send them picks in an attempt to save face. It's not Michael Bidwell's fault that New Orleans was running off at the mouth with Mickey Loomis saying, we want multiple ones, and they look dumb as a result. That's your problem. That's not our problem. That's not Sean Payton's problem. If Sean Payton wants to coach here, and New Orleans is like, well, we said publicly we had to have two ones. Okay, how about nothing? And then yeah. you look like a dipshit because your head coach <laughs> wants to coach again and you're holding him hostage. The right. coach that transformed you at the height of Katrina and you guys had bags over your heads. Like, get real. You haven't played this well. I think New Orleans comes out of this looking uh, very skeptical because unlike the Cardinals, when Bruce Arians said, I'm going to get back into coaching, what Michael Bidwell do? And they could take a point of reference from this. He said, Go go to Tampa. Best of luck to you. We love you, Bruce. Fifth or sixth round pick. Right. That to me, that's that's a crock of shit. If Mickey right. Loomis and company are like trying to well, hold the Mickey Cardinals Loomis hostage. back to the chat yeah. for a second straight Mickey, day. Mickey, he's saying get it, bring get on to, get the it pick. together, Mickey. He's got his full he's got his caps lock on. He's saying bring on the picks. But you know, it's like are Saints fans gonna be satisfied? Are they gonna are they gonna rather watch Sean Payton on Fox next season and then get maybe a sixth in the 2024 offseason? For Sean Payton, when he inevitably takes the Dallas Cowboys or the Chargers job after those those coaching staffs fall flat again, uh, or do they want to? I mean, you can actually do something, and it's not going to be a lottery ticket with a third round pick. This is yeah. this is a team that continues to be in cap space hell, 
you need young, controllable talent. And if it's not going to be a first round pick, you, you'll take what you can get. Otherwise, you're just sitting there and, and you're left, you're SOL. You don't, you didn't get anything for an asset that wasn't even an asset when he first, you know, initially kind of out of nowhere retired on the Saints last offseason. What happens if Justin Herbert has an injury next year? God forbid. What happens if Sean McVay continues to coach and they got the roster and they start over and McVay's rejuvenated? And they opt to move off of Matthew Stafford. What happens if Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn, they have another good season? Like, extenuating circumstances happen all the time, right? And you can't bank on, as Bo just said, these jobs that you love opening up year after year. The Spanos family does not want to pay Sean Payton $25 million a year. The Spanos family is not having a photo like this done with Sean Payton. People who are in the know that know that family, they are cheap as hell. They fired Marty Schottenhaber. They have never paid a big-time coach in their life. The only way I could see, and I don't think Sean Payton wants to work for Jerry Jones. There's articles coming out. They've got a Jerry Jones control problem. I'm sorry. Sean Payton wants control. He will get that from Michael Bidwell. The only, I, 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 would, I would argue that the only way that Sean Payton would have left, I, I think, to one of these jobs, if the Rams had opened up and they had given him full control and Les Snead kind of you know, kneeled and said, you do what you want to do. Everything else, though, it's like add up the pieces here. There's not going to be a perfect spot for you next year, Saints and, and Sean Payton. This is as good as it's going to get. I, I will preach that to the cows come home. He wanted to stay on the West Coast. Check. You can avoid the quarterback gauntlet of the AFC. Check. You've got a young franchise quarterback in the making. Check. Albeit off an injury. You're not in cap space hell. You have your, your draft picks, right? You're in a division with Brock Purdy and Geno Smith and Matthew Stafford hanging on by a thread. I mean, to me, it's just like, what more? There's not a perfect situation, Saints and Sean. What more do you want? And I think Sean is realizing that right now. Yeah, he, and he, I'm sure he realized it. He's a smart guy. I'm sure he realized it way before, you know, the people that were saying this thing was dead, you know, at this point last week. There was no interview on the docket, and they had requested it. Oh, what's that mean? The Denver Broncos were the front runners. They've got the ownership stability that the Arizona Cardinals don't have. You know, it's it, it really is crazy to kind of see how this thing is completely unfolded, and the Arizona Cardinals are, are in the driver's seat uh, once again for Sean Payton's services. Now, as we, I mean, they, there were when they said that there was this meeting between Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos in Los Angeles. They said it lasted a couple hours. I mean, what we're seeing here and what what went down today at this their is team intimate. facility. This is intimate. This is at this their is team intimate. facility. I mean, yeah. this wasn't uh, you know, hey, let's have a neutral spot here and let's Los have Angeles. a zoom let's do a quick zoom right. over uh microsoft teams or a, let's now, do a i don't know how session. long it lasted in charlotte but it never seemed like the carolina panthers were a legit contender from the get-go one because you know part of the criteria reported for sean payton was he wanted to be close to los angeles um and, and also they're they're in the nfc south the same same division as the uh new orleans saints but i mean this what what's next here in your opinion what has to happen well, next here here's I think the only concerning part if you're a Cardinal fan that no one outside of Josina Anderson friend of the program we love Josina we saw her at the combine last year we're going to see her this year no one's running with this no one's tweeting out these photos outside of local media God love them of Sean Payton and Michael Bidwell is that people trying to scramble and backtrack and cover their tracks the same people who said this wasn't legitimate maybe or it maybe this is all it was ever going to be I have a problem believing that then why even have the interview to begin with but Dan Quinn's out now 
Dan Quinn's not going to be the coach of this team. It's going to be Brian Flores or it's going to be Sean Payton. And Brian Flores was not having in-depth 12 probably plus hours of face-to-face time with the owner. He's probably meeting a little bit with Michael, a little bit with Monty, and, and going about his day. We don't even know if that was here in Arizona. We don't know anything about the Brian Flores interview. Right. We know Sean Payton came to the desert to spend the entirety of the day with Michael Bidwell and Monty Austin Ford and everybody who's involved with the inner circle of the Arizona Cardinals. And then he left the facility with Michael Bidwell in his vehicle, Michael's personal vehicle, to drive God knows wherever, please God, let it be his home for some scotch and some fat check writing, right? right. But I, I feel like right now we're just in a period of, okay, when is everybody else going to catch up here? Or mm-hmm. are we going to have egg on our face saying, well, this was all for nothing? I, I just can't. It's like yesterday trying to talk through the fact that like he still had his interview and people were punting on Sean Payton right. not being the coach or, or coaching in the NFL. He has no options. Well, why even have this interview then? It, they don't seem like either party, Michael Bidwell, the Arizona Cardinals new front office with GM Monty Ford, Dave Sears, and, and Sean Payton have an appetite for just uh, to, to throw optics off. To just have yeah. this this meeting to you know oblige you know the other the other persons want to meet with them right Sean Payton doesn't want to just go waste some time here in the desert and and Michael Bidwell doesn't want to throw away an entire day of his coaching search just to to be uh to to be cordial I mean it seems like if they're gonna have if they're serious enough to have the interview today that there was some major conversations about the future of this franchise and what it would look like with Sean Payton in it. So then We've what comes it. next? The, the the serious, legitimate conversation about what the compensation would look like as far as salary goes, and then Monty figuring it out on the back end as far as what it would cost from the Saints to the Saints. We've got a, we've got a tweet from Sean Payton. Uh, I you know, I don't want to call it dunking, but let's cue it up here over Mark Mask's tweet. Okay. Did he do this for Michael Bidwell's car? Uh, Sean Payton <laughs> clapping back at Mark saying zero truth to this in relation that the power struggle that would have happened in Denver. We had a great visit and the Broncos ownership was fantastic. Well, thanks for putting that out there, Sean, as he's meeting with Michael Bidwell, hopefully finalizing his contract to become the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Why do you put that out? You put that out. So basically, maybe there's some, I don't know, leverage that multiple teams are in on you, but everybody knows. Like, the Broncos have moved on. They are not hiring Sean Payton. Benjamin Albright, friend of this show, says that's dead. It's been dead, and everybody else is catching up. They want D'Amico Ryans. They are not hiring Sean Payton. So Sean's doing a little damage control there. But again, curious timing as he's with Michael Bidwell putting that tweet out, Bo. <laughs> he's probably just like, hey, Mike, let, I'm going to stir some shit up. Let's watch this. Actually, sync my phone to your Bluetooth. We'll just uh, yeah. I'll just voice the text it here on your lucid uh, luxury vehicle here. Anyway, so do you get do you uh, just playing devil's advocate? Because don't do that. Couple, I don't want to do on. that. I know. I don't want to poop on your parade here, but. As far as because we've been here before, right? I mean, somebody tweeted me the picture. No, this is this is not the same thing. Don't even Peyton, say what you're gonna say on, because it's say not it. the Peyton Manning, Sean Payton, Peyton Manning, Sean Peyton oh, Manning. That's that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> I mean, what you have? It's it's happened before. We're snake bitten franchise. Tell me you why it's not the season. same. You got, the equivalent, the you got the equivalent of Vance Joseph being hired and Kevin Cobb being traded for. It's not the <laughs> same because Peyton Manning was early in that interview cycle. Peyton Manning had a bunch of teams on the back end. The bro- Everybody wanted Peyton 
people didn't have other options. It was Peyton or bust, right? They had John Elway in their back pocket to court Peyton Manning. The, the Cardinals, as much as I think you respected Ken Wisenhunt for taking the Cardinals to the Super Bowl, they were just kind of thrown into the mix. I think they finished second. Did he or third. immediately text his ex after meeting, going on a date with the Arizona Cardinals? Did he meet like? Did he get out of Michael Bidwell's car and then get on the plane and immediately text the Broncos like, just flirty with them? Oh, man, like listen, I I think what is Sean at his hotel? Is he at the airport? I would think Sean's going to spend another night here. If you had, if I had to guess, I don't have any sources <laughs> with this. Why wouldn't Sean spend another night? It's close enough. Catch a day flight to, to Los Angeles tomorrow. This is not the same thing. Everybody wants to compare this to Kevin Durant. The Nets didn't want to trade Kevin Durant. The, the, the Saints, it's in their best interest, they know this, to trade Sean Payton. Sean Payton wants to coach, presumably. Sean Payton's options are the Cardinals or bust right now. That's why we're all connecting these dots and we've got 700 plus people. God bless all of you from the football gods. Like this video, please. That right now, there's momentum. I don't want to say there's momentum toward a deal, but there's momentum. There's momentum for all of you to check out Shy Town Cornhole as the weather hopefully starts to heat up here in the Valley. Please, please, please check out Shy Town Custom Cornholes who have been supplying premium cornhole sets across the country and to military bases deployments throughout the world since 2007. They are fantastic. Love them. Check them out. Signature box style design that can be digitally printed. It can be covered in vinyl. It can be stained. It can be painted. Our cornhole boards with Chi-Town Cornholes are built with in-drink holders. It's fantastic. I've never seen anything like it. Um, they drop down in the back. They've got LED lights that, that show up. Exteriors, they just, they just do cornhole or bags, if you will, mm -hmm. differently. They're veteran-owned and operated. If you're a veteran, by the way, or on active duty, ask you. 10% discounts, fantastic. <laughs> they are first class. They ship anywhere. Custom designs, corporate designs, backyard barbecues, Super Bowl parties, whatever you want to do. Check them out, chitowncornhole.com. Check them out on Instagram at and uh yeah, Instagram, chitowncustomcornholeboards.com or their website. Great stuff. I can't wait to pick up one. Um yeah, here pretty soon. Craig suggesting Michael Bidwell take Sean Payton into Scottsdale, show him around Old Town, nice restaurants down there. Uh or he could probably enhance his experience here in Arizona with Arizona's cannabis kitchen we're talking yeah. about our friends over at og's brands og's can enhance anything that you're doing with their variety of cannabis gummy products blackberries and cream your their tropical flavors watermelon you've got the raspberry orange orange creamsicle they've got a huge slate of just different menu gummies that you can select from you got to check them all out ogsbrands.com that's ogsbrands.com they've got the brand new strawberries and cream it's hitting shelves soon and as soon as you can find them at your local dispensary you're going to want to get your hands on them got to be 21 years or older but the new strawberries and cream let me just tell you this the cbd to thc ratio it's unbelievable it's that happy balance that you want looking for something else maybe something to help you get to sleep at night i know a lot of people that struggle with uh, getting to sleep They've got the Sleep Time Gummy. It's Aquaberry flavor. You can check that out as well. And all the all the products at OGsBrands.com as well. Follow them on Instagram at OGsBrands. All right, let's do some, some guessing here as to what the next 24 hours would look like. Because I think dominoes are starting to fall. It feels like D'Amico Ryans is going to be either in Houston or he's going to be in Denver. We talked about, Bo, the possibility of Dan Quinn being an option for Indy. Uh, ownership wants Jeff Saturday. 
that feels like a move that could could get done relatively quickly now. Do you think the Cardinals get to Monday without a new head coach, in your opinion? No, because I think it's it has been whittled down to this is a two-person race, right? And, and it comes down to do they want to pay the price for Sean Payton? And if they don't, then they pivot to Brian Flores, the former Miami Dolphins head coach, who I continue to see great, great things said about him during his yep. one year, his lone season in Pittsburgh. Uh, Ike Taylor, who used to play some – some major downs for that uh, Pittsburgh team back in his heyday on that defense said that he was hearing that Sean Payton was not only highly regarded on the defensive side of the football, where he helped turn one of the worst rush defenses in the league from 2021 into a top 10 group ninth overall in 2022. He was instrumental in that, but is also helping Kenny Pickett who said himself, Brian Flores, coach flow was helping him with the two minute drill and everything that you wanted to hear coming off his Miami Dolphins tenure, which went completely south, uh, like how he would progress and how he would improve, you're hearing come out of Pittsburgh. I mean, that I, I've said it before. I think that Brian Flores, uh, not just going back to New England with his tail between his legs after being the Dolphins coach for three years and how things didn't work out there and just getting back on Belichick's staff would have been the worst thing for him and him to go work for another consistently successful coach in Mike Tomlin was genius. You brought up an interesting proposition. I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole here, but yeah. Brian Flores is interviewing for defensive coordinator positions right now. I think he's dabbling in Miami, a couple different spots, maybe Minnesota. Um, possibility Sean Payton comes on as your head coach. Brian Flores coordinates your defense. I mean, and we don't want to get too, too spoiled here, too right. far ahead of ourselves. And I think Cardinal fans... We don't want to set ourselves up for disappointment if this, this doesn't work out. And Brian Flores is the next head coach of this team because I think there's a lot to get excited about and get behind because if you if you don't get Sean Payton, no one else is getting Sean Payton. And I think that would have been a tough pill to swallow for this fan base to finish second again. So you know definitively Sean Payton doesn't want to coach this year. If you don't want to coach the Cardinals and after everything we've seen, he doesn't want to coach this year. So right. you can say, okay, let's get somebody who does want to coach this one 10 games, let's win nine games. That is somebody who we feel like is on the upward trajectory. We both liked him more than Dan Quinn mm -hmm. learning and his tutelage under Mike Tomlin. There's a lot of good stuff coming from Brian Flores and the immense respect that Monty Austin Ford, the new GM of the Cardinals has calling him both to you a special person. Would you wouldn't? Yeah. Wouldn't you say that if it, if Sean Payton is back for Fox, that it was Michael Bidwell didn't want to have to pay 20 to 25 million a year? No, I think I think there's a possibility that that Sean Payton probably he's going to say thanks, not, but no thanks heart, to twenty heart, to twenty five million. No, because his heart's probably. Why would you meet with Sean knowing that that number is real and thinking that you could negotiate it down to ten million dollars? Like I don't think Michael Bidwell, who paid Kyler Murray a premium when everybody said he wouldn't do it, who has a private jet, who has a team jet, right? Uh, he's got disposable income. Why would why would he do that? He, he talks to people around the league. He's been talking to other GMs. He said that to you at the press conference. I'm talking to everybody. He knows mm -hmm. what the asking price is. They He has talked to the Saints and understands what they perceive as the compensation, and that's how the initial interview was set up, right? So I, I think that, that I would be very disappointed after Michael Bidwell is pushing all the right buttons to start this free agency period. Goodbye, Cliff. Goodbye, Kime. Hiring two extremely intelligent external people to run your your personnel department, and then saying, oh, Sean, I'm going to give you $7 million or $10 million or $15 million. No, like we know what the price tag is. And you never, ever 
disparage somebody for paying a premium for a premium, right? It's like a famous Jerry Jones saying where he's like, well, anytime I've paid a bargain for something, that's what I've ended up getting a bargain, but it's mm -hmm. not what I had hoped. I want to pay a premium for a premium. Right. You think about this team and I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole here. Could not sell out home games. Their opposing fans are taking over state farm stadium. You have one win at home of over the last 18 months. Well, who's going to change that? One right. person, presumably in Sean Payton. That's that's worth its weight in gold for an owner that wants to see the value of his team rise up four, five, six, seven billion dollars. It's a flash in the pan to pay Sean Payton $20 million, $25 million if it means your your franchise is going up by the hundreds of millions to billions. Well, I mean, it in very rarely do proven commodities, especially at the head coaching ranks, become available when you have a vacancy, right? I mean, it's it just doesn't happen, especially in a cap league in the NFL. Like when you just look at the free agent market, very rarely do you find the elite players hit the open market because if they're they're worth anything, teams are doing everything in their control to hold on to those guys. So the fact that he's available and that you, you you're just gonna have to pay the the hefty price tag on that and coming off a four and thirteen season after going back to back times hiring coaches who are mm -hmm. first year coaches or third three three times, right? Back to because yeah. Bruce Arians was a coordinator, but he also got some experience filling in for Chuck Pagano as he battled cancer, but he was more of a of a proven commodity. But this guy is a proven commodity in the sense that he's a culture changer. Because we yeah. talked so many times about what he was able to do there in New Orleans and in the organization, how it was going nowhere fast for so long. Um, I mean, that those those just these opportunities don't come along that often. And when you look at the Arizona, the history of the Arizona Cardinals, you know, this is the one time where they can pivot from where they've gone in these coaching searches before just going after these coordinators where you're like, I like him a lot. It's like, well, you might like him, but this guy's proven right here. This guy's proven, yeah. and you can bring him in tomorrow if you wanted to. It's like everybody's saying the Cardinals need to go out and find the next Sean Payton. I mean, good luck with that. They've been trying to do that for 30 <laughs> years. We've been following this team our entire lives, right? If it was that easy, everybody would go and do it. Their hiring process has not been ideal, right? They've been passed over. They have a golden opportunity to change their stars, change their franchise. I want to get to some of these comments here. I believe we've got a super chat uh, that uh, we got to get to here, if I can pull it up on my end. Uh, Jason Krell, thank you so much, my man. $1.99 <laughs> super chat. Is Peyton officially hired yet or no? Uh, he is not. And But that, that brings up an interesting kind of dynamic, Bo. What comes first? Is it a, a report that Sean Payton and the Arizona Cardinals – have agreed on a, on a contract and now they're, they're entering into negotiations with the saints, or do you just get the announcement of Sean Payton's been traded to the Arizona Cardinals? What do you think would come first? I think that we'll get kind of some insight on what went down today beyond what we've seen the great reporting from Kyle Odegaard and his source, yeah. sources there from compare bet. Um, it, it, we're going to hear, you know, how things went, you know, Sean Payton had a fantastic, couple hour interview with Cardinals ownership and, and new GM Monty Austin Fort. And here's what's what we're expecting to come next. And then I think you get the report that they're going to hire him and then you'll figure out the compensation after that. Yeah. Uh, another super chat here from Illa Dre. Thank you so much. Dollar 99 dolphins management sabotage Flores. Good coach. hundred percent agree. We've yeah. been, we've been banging that drum for, for four weeks now. Uh, we're big fans of Brian Flores on this podcast and what I think he'd be able to do with the Arizona Cardinals, um, should he be the next head coach? And we'll come here and we'll be excited if he is the next head coach. But he's not Sean Payton. And it would be ignorant for us to sit up here and say Brian Flores is Sean Payton. But you don't want to have a Sean Payton 
that doesn't want to come here that's not all in on coaching football next year because that's how you end up overpaying a guy with draft picks and compensation financially and then him him quitting after two or three years. Yeah. Like it, the Cardinals are, they're not the Saints, of course, when he took it over, but they're a franchise that has never won a Super Bowl. That's not breaking news here. This is not going to be a plug-and-play deal. But I've contended, Bo, it means more going to franchises and changing cultures and winning. It's like the Theo Epstein effect. Go to the Red Sox, win a championship. Mm -hmm. Go to Chicago, win a championship. That means more than stacking up trophies for these franchises that have, you know, the Hunt family and the, you know, Steelers and the, you know, the the Packers once upon a time, the Patriots. Like the Cardinals historically have not been operated and well run. But to overcome that and to see now with Michael Bidwell, who's got a lot of foresight into what he wants to do, he just doesn't know how to do it, right? We've always contended he wants to win. He just needs good football people to show him how to win. Yeah. A week from yesterday, uh, you've got going to have the anniversary of the Arizona Cardinals offense leaving the field with a lead in the Super Bowl. And you're like, Michael Bidwell has been chasing to get back to that moment and that opportunity yeah. for so long. And the guy that has that possesses the ability to get you back there is right was in your facility today. You have to believe that with 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 Peyton, because wasn't it the next year? It was it was his Saints team beating the yep. Colts in the Super Bowl and hoisting yep. the Lombardi Trophy. So you know it, it's it's like you're searching for the next one, and that's great, that's admirable. But at the same time, when you got somebody right there within your grasp, and how things have kind of played out, this coaching carousel, I think it would be it it just would not be smart for Michael Bidwell and this team to let him get away. If it's up to them, and again, if it's up to he, them. They, that's what I was asking. I mean, who's 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 uh, court is the ball in at this point? Is it? Is it I Peyton? think it's in Sean's. It's in- always been in Sean's court. Sean holds all the cards in this scenario. The Cardinals, Michael Bidwell knows his investment in Kyler Murray. You're going to get the most out of it with Sean Payton, right? It's like we always talked about was his relationship with Cliff Kingsbury. It's like this investment does not make sense for Kyler Murray when you're paying him $230 million. You're going to get the most, whatever it is, out of Kyler Murray, presumably with this guy, with this man. And I, I have no doubt that it's he's number one on their board. But is, is is Sean Payton ready to come back into coaching? We don't know. All this stuff about coming back to Fox, it certainly seemed telegraphed. It certainly seemed telegraphed that he didn't want to go through the ringer of coaching in 2023. And he said all this stuff on Fox, like 75%, 70%, I come back here. I don't know if that just seems very telegraphed to me, that everything has been quiet leading up to today. And now we've get word that he's been with the with the ownership, with facility all day. And he mm-hmm. could be back tomorrow. We don't know. We don't know if he's left the state of Arizona. We don't know if this is going to continue into tomorrow. This is a very touch and go 12 hours for this franchise and could be the most monumental signing, I, I would say, in the history of Arizona Cardinal football. I think it would be the biggest acquisition that they've ever made from a personnel standpoint. With all due respect to to the late Denny Green and Buddy Ryan, the, you get Sean Payton. Emmett Smith. It, it, Emmett Smith. It, well, but I mean, you know, uh, Danny Green had a good record in Minnesota, and a lot of yeah. people thought he would turn the franchise around. But he was also fired, wasn't he? Yeah. But I mean, you you get Sean Payton. It's there's not. It's unprecedented for this franchise. Unprecedented. But Denny Green was an ev- elite evaluator of talent, and he was not afraid to uh, to push those buttons to get sure, make sure he got guys in here. I just wanted to be your conscience, guys, and just make <laughs> sure that everybody knows that. Like, listen, the biggest gripe about the Cardinals is that they wouldn't spend money or they wouldn't get these big guys in here to try and and really fish in the big pool, right? And they and they have. They've interviewed everybody that you've wanted them to interview. They've mm-hmm. they've 
Nobody, everybody had a shot at this. Uh, so whether they get Sean Payton or not, I don't think it really matters. I think you can feel good about your franchise and the direction that they're going because they want to get good people in here. So if Brian Flores ends up being the guy, um, for whatever the reason is, I'm okay with that. And I think that's a that's a good thing. Yeah, Michael we won't Bidwell. Be, we got a Michael yeah. Bidwell impersonator, I think, in the chat too. Hold on to your seats, Red Sea. <laughs> Is that verified? Can we verify if that's the Cardinals owner or not? No, but it Saul's exactly right. I mean, I think at the end of the day, Cardinals fans can be kind of comfortable with the fact that it's come down to these two candidates. And I know Brian Flores is a little polarizing to, to part of the fan base, but if you really do your homework and you see why things went the way they did in Miami and kind of the, the, the rough hand he was dealt and how he's he's moved on since then and going to Pittsburgh and learning from Tomlin and, and, and worked on his own, you know, his own resume and his own ability to coach up players and be leader of men. Uh, you have to like where he's coming from. Uh, so the, just the idea that the Arizona Cardinals have talked to everybody and now they're sitting in a prime position to get one of the two guys that I think, you know, you had on your list a long time ago. And I think many, uh, many of the Cardinals fans, they had these two guys near the top of their list. Um, I want to get to a comment here uh, from Jose saying, we're not going to spend money reckless. Cardinals are, are on a budget. Uh, maybe the old Cardinals. Because everything I heard 12 hours before Cliff Kingsbury was fired, well, Cliff's got his press conference tomorrow. Cliff's coming back. Steve Kime will be around. They just got right. signed. They're coming back, right? They're going to, or they're going to hire Vance Joseph and do a dual GM so they don't have to eat these contracts and pay new people. I mean, you can think about whatever you want about the Arizona Cardinals, but do not ignore Michael Bidwell, what he's done over the course of the last two to three weeks. And we've gotten reports from people we trust that are in the know saying Michael Bidwell has never been more close to the vest, close to the chest with anything he's done this offseason. He has gotten rid of a bunch of people in his inner circle. He has reevaluated everything, reevaluated everything. You saw him on Hard Knocks. That was a desperate man. Desperate times call for desperate measures. He probably knew he was going to fire Cliff Kingsbury in November, but he took his time. He's been methodical. This is, this is, if he pulls this off, this is a methodical process that we all need to commend Michael Bidwell for because I, I do think this is telegraphed. You can't tell me it's not telegraphed. To get to this point at the end of the line when the coaches are starting to be hired and you're the last people at the right. table with the Super Bowl winning head coach right. and all their leverage in New Orleans is gone, mystery team garbage, Carolina, Denver. We got our guy Benjamin Albright basically saying that. Sean Payton leaked that out about Denver and then doing a little bit of damage control, right? Like Sean Payton wasn't impressed with the, with the ownership for Denver. And it looks sure as hell looks like he was impressed with what Michael Bidwell had to say today, walking hand in hand, basically to his vehicle, <laughs> driving out they of were the not hand in hand. They were not frolicking yeah, I mean, through the parking basic, lot. Basically hand like in hand, arm to arm. Yeah. So <laughs> and I walk into the facility. We're the two best friends. No, yeah. that did not happen, but it, they do look pretty chummy. Um, but I mean, and it doesn't seem, it doesn't feel like it, it's a leverage play and it doesn't seem like these two sides are in the business of just exchanging pleasantries, wasting time each other. It doesn't. They are you wasting Michael Bidwell's time? Michael Bidwell needs a head coach. Yeah. Sean. They're in the thick of a coaching search. Michael Bidwell's think, there. Michael Bidwell is, was there. Th think about where, where, uh, Broncos ownership was when he wanted that second interview. Yeah. He's in a deer stand on a hunting trip. Big buck yeah. hunting, right? Yeah. Put put some more deer urine on you so we can attract more deers. We need to get some more uh, six points out here so I can be that white tail. The Cardinals? Uh, we need a head biggest... coach, pal. <laughs> 
hey, Sean, can you, can you come in tomorrow? We'd like to hire you. We'd like to get this going. The Senior Bowl's next week, Sean. Can you come out? Can we get this process going? Two things. Dan Quinn, out of the running, telegraphed. The Cardinals have not requested any additional interviews. This is it after today. Nothing left on the schedule, right? Now, you could be saying, well, they're going to wait out. They're going to start new conversations with people from after the conference championship game. You really think that? You really think they're going to talk to Shane Stetchen, who wet the bed from his Panther interview? You think they're going to talk to John Gannon? Like, they, they never met with John Gannon. They didn't, they didn't meet with D'Amico Ryan. They could have prioritized them. You think they're going to meet with these people now, three weeks into this process? They're on second interviews this week. These are their candidates, Quinn, Flores, Peyton. And this is it. This is the end of the line. Guys are getting hired because guys are going to start putting staffs together. Frank Wright's going to go out there. I need an OC. I need a DC. We got to get going here. Senior Bowls next week. We got to get scouting. Like, we're not starting fresh next week with, well, yeah, the Cardinals are going to do this, and they're going to talk to Mike Kafka. Awesome. And they're going to bring in X, <laughs> Y, and Z. This is it. Right. This is it. That's why if you're a Cardinal fan, you have to be somewhat cautiously optimistic. Because there's nothing left on the schedule for either one of these guys. Bidwell and Sean can look eye to eye and say, this is the end of the line, brother. What do you want to do? You want to come back? You want to coach? This is the place you can come coach. I'll write the check. I'll put you in a position. How much do you think that they talked about Kyler Murray today? Do you think he was a big topic conversation? I, I think to some degree. But again, like Sean can put on tape and see Kyler Murray can play football. And I think Sean's going to have – nobody can tell Sean about Kyler – you know there's more to it as far as... No one as can tell Sean about Kyler more than Kyler. And I think, with all due respect to Kyler, this 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 decision's bigger than Kyler. I think this decision is about the inner workings of the franchise, right? How he's going to get along with Monty Austin for... Because he's not reporting to Kyler. Cliff Kingsbury may have reported to Kyler Murray. Sean Payton does not. Sean Payton's going to report with hand-in-hand -hand Monty Austin for to Michael Bidwell. And those three are going to be lockstep. And Kyler Murray, with all due respect... Has to get on board. If you can't get on board with Sean Payton, Kyler, I don't know what I can do for you. Right. So and I, I would think, yeah, I, I think that's the most, he's the most inescapable coach for whatever, you know, if, if things don't work out at this point, you know, there were, there's two coaches that want it, that had you in their best interest. If it doesn't work out, you know, look in the mirror at that point. But I, I think that there was, he was a larger part of the conversation just because of what Michael Bidwell and the Cardinals organization has invested in Kyler Murray and how much they want to get back on track his game and, and, and Sean Payton, how he can be the guy to do that, how he can usher Kyler back to the Pro Bowl, perennial Pro Bowl status track. We're on Peyton Watch. This podcast, if you've been following us, have been on Peyton Watch since late October. A producer, Emma Extraordinaire, <laughs> made that graphic around Halloween. And who is the last coach standing? Presumably, it's Sean Payton, who is the first podcast tooting our own horn to talk about Sean Payton with Kyler Murray in this franchise. It was the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Check us out. Go phnx.com. Become a diehard. You will not be sorry that you did. You can cop a free hat, a free T-shirt. Check out the PHNX beat reporter, Howard Balzer. For those of you who don't know, Howard broke the story about the interview being scheduled for today, about the fact that Sean Payton had soured on the Broncos, had postponed that interview. That was Howard Balzer. Check him out. Articles, 90% are free at gophnx.com. Slam that promo code Howard. Bo, we are on Sean Payton Watch. We will do emergency podcasts, emergency shows, whenever news goes down, my friend. I will immediately leave my family and jump in front of Good. a hot mic and a Good. camera 
and make sure that we're talking about whatever news may break as far as Sean Payton. Before we get out of here, one last look from the bumper of a Taurus of Michael Bidwell and Sean Payton walking out to his uh, his luxury electric vehicle there to continue their conversation together. Isn't that beautiful in the Arizona sunshine? And aren't we glad that it uh, that we got the temperatures up for Sean Payton's arrival? Our payday, Johnny. It happened, and it's been glorious all day long. Thanks for everybody that's joined us in the chat. Everybody's been crushing it today. Even the burner accounts of Ian Rappaport I saw there, Mikey Loomis, Michael Bidwell, all those fraudulent accounts. It was still fun. It's fun in here every day. Make sure you subscribe to PHNX Sports here on YouTube and all our social media channels as well for any of the breaking news. Make sure you're following Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Venerable. Follow me, Bo Brock, at Bo Brock. Uh, 